When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. What's going on? I'm Rob Sestrino back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories here for the week of January 18th, 2022, here on News AF. If the story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Yeah, that's right. News AF back again here with the guys to talk about everything happening on our planet Earth. That's of interest to the listeners of News AF. And here is a man who, of course, is Pickleball's top influencer from wearing, rocking the Gamma Pickleball gear. Here he is. It's Tyson Apostle. What's up? Yeah, I'm all branded out today. I got my Gamma Pickleball shirt, Fila uh, tracksuit jacket, Pickle Play hat, uh, and uh, just missing a couple other partners, but still, that's pretty good. Three. Three Does is Fila make tearaway pants? Uh, I don't own any tearaway pants from Fila, but they probably do. Mm-hmm. Just be cool like to show up like as a flex, just rip those pants off. I mean, how do you know? Yeah. Is that what you would do, Danny? Where it's sort of then it's like, oh, you would just like walk up and like, okay, this guy uh, doesn't look that great. And then you break away your oh pants. My gosh, like, my oh my quads. God. Reveal my quads. Did you see those quads? Here's the thing. If you're going to do the tear away pants, you need to practice at home because if you can only partially tear away your pants, it's just embarrassing. Yeah. Just go home. Mm-hmm. It's either all or nothing. You either take off those pants in one fell swoop. Mm-hmm. Or you don't even attempt it. It's, it's a big, scary risk to try and tear your pants off in public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you have experience with this or that's just what you're No, assuming? I just think about it all the time. Like, think about Hulk ripping his shirt, right? What if yeah. he could only partially rip it and he's like, oh, wait, hold on. I think he had to slit his you know, arms through and then pull it over his head. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. It just like takes away any kind of authority. Hogan. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, what did a, I say? You said, you said Hulk. The Hulk. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, the Hulk, too. I thought you were talking about the Incredible Hulk? Or is it about no, Hulk no, Hogan? the Hulk Hulk. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were talking about Incredible Hulk. As no, well. his, yeah. his came off voluntarily, but his pants always stayed on. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I heard that the Hulk or Hulk Hogan had a pre-cut shirt. That makes sense because you can't risk a partial tear and then a classic removal. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. it takes a power move and makes you look pathetic. Right. No, okay. just be careful, Tyson. If you do go to tear away pants, practice uh-huh. at home, please, before attempting it on court in front of everyone. All right. And Thanks. also here with us today, yeah. the man, the inventor of the ice pick pull up. It's Danny Bryson. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Danny Bryson. And also, uh, I mean, we didn't know this until today, a fan of tear away pants. Yeah, you know, there is a place for tear away pants. Church. 
Sure, you had to liven things up just in the middle of the meeting. Just stand up and be like, "Yes, I feel it." And then testify. Them off, mm-hmm. Testify. No, a uh, beach would be a good place to tear away pants, sure. especially if you had like a formal dinner before going to the beach. Like I've had tear away pants. I've owned tear away pants and used them before. Oh, really? For what? Swimming? Cycle cross. Ah, yeah. See, there you go. Cold bike races, Rob. You'd wear uh, mm-hmm. athletic tearaways to warm up in a little bit, and then where you're cycling, racing clothes underneath. Yeah, it makes sense. It, it snaps though, right? Yeah. I've yeah. never owned a pair. So I just always assumed yeah. it was a couple snaps. They snapped, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty majestic. Some slow motion shots of that would be great. Just, yeah. I don't think I ripped them off in one swoop. I just like unbuttoned them. But the reason that they were Slowly. nice is because you could keep your cycling shoes on. Yeah. And everything on. That's the whole point of the tearaway, I think, is that you can keep your shoes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. So, all right. That's, that's it. all I've yeah. got to say. All right. Just the science and tearaway pants. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for uh, checking out News AF this week. We'll be back to talk more about pants or anything <laughs> else next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a- anything else going on, Danny? Uh, adventures. Yeah. Oh, I've been trying to plan adventures. I saw you skiing some pretty crappy snow out there yeah. with. Uh, it hasn't snowed in a while. With Kristoff, as he likes that's to right. be called. Mm hmm. Uh, I didn't tell you guys this story, but I do have a story. Ooh. We were talking about um, the metaverse or VR last week. Sure. Yeah. My kid won. I've never seen anyone win a raffle ever. Okay. But we went to a roller skating rink and my kid got a raffle ticket and mm-hmm. won a set of Oculus VR. Nice, okay. dude. All the right. Newest, the newest Here's the worst model. Part. Here's the word. Yeah. The most, the latest model. Okay. The worst part is after they had called it out, the whole roller skate rink is dead quiet trying to realize who it is. My kid realizes he's got the ticket and starts screaming. We got another one. We got another one. And all <laughs> my you kids were screaming one? that. And I was like, Shh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, it's not, it's just going to, people are going to be so upset if they hear you screaming. We got another one. Right. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he won. I've never seen that happen. Never. So yes, upset. I've won. You want me to tell you my raffle story? I do. I, I, I'm very interested because it's You're gonna so like rare. this. So I went to uh, Interbike, which is the largest bicycle convention in at least the United States and in Las Vegas at the Las Vegas Convention Center. And I'm at this uh, because I was working in management, helping operate a bike shop. And uh, I already won Survivor at this point, I think. And I go to this booth of this bike company we work with and they were like, Hey, uh, when we first went there, every dealer that worked with this bike shop got a raffle ticket. Okay. And, uh, so there was like 50 of us. And then they were like, Hey Tyson, uh, as like a celebrity, we want you to draw for who wins Uh this pro because they were sponsoring a pro team in Europe at the time. So it was this team replica bike, which was like a, it was probably retail, probably like a $3,000 bike. Wow. And I was like, but what if I draw my own number? They're like, well, then you win. And they turned to all the dealers and they're like, if Tyson draws his own number, is that okay? If he still takes the bike and everybody's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Reach in, pull out my number. like, (laughs) boom, I won. And they were like, oh my gosh. And then I, I'm holding the bike like this. Danny, this comes full circle to back to Danny. I sold that bike. And with that money, I went on a Chinese vacation. With oh, Danny. oh, nice. 
Uh, dude, were, was anybody, when you looked out into that crowd after you drew that ticket, did you see ang- any angry faces or had everybody mm, just a little bit kind of like, that's crazy that he had a full conversation about it and then just yeah. number. But that was like mm-hmm. just like a little hesitancy, but still good. And uh, because I did use that money to travel China with you, I now realize that I had not won Survivor yet. Uh, oh, you know what? I like I hearing stories about people who win raffles because when you're growing up as a kid and you look at cereal boxes and you look at all these contests, you know, going on, you start to believe that nobody ever wins. Cause you yeah. never see winners. Like I never saw winners of the McDonald's challenges until later when the scam was uh, exposed. And so it's nice to hear these stories to make me believe and buy for, uh, you know, in the future raffle tickets. Mm-hmm. Cause up until now, I just assumed that it was all rigged. The whole game yeah, was rigged. you're addicted now, huh? <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, dude, we should buy lottery tickets, raffles, yeah. raffle tickets, every mm-hmm. opportunity we have, we should play the game of chance. Yeah. yeah. We're on I already. Roll. Yeah. I already do that. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Now, can I ask about the vacation to China? Because when I heard uh, you two talk about your Chinese stories, that mm-hmm. I, I just assumed that you were doing missionary work uh, and, and, and had <laughs> no, gone to China no. on the destination, mission. destination yeah. vacation. So why did why did you two decide to go to China as the well, destination for your vacation? Danny was taking Chinese Mandarin in yeah. school yeah. and wanted to get more proficient at it. So he and his family, through some connections, he and his immediate family. So I think he, me, Beck, Liz, and Beck, Beck yeah, his oldest, oldest. Uh, through connections of Danny's father. Right, no school. I just school. Went through the school. Yeah. Oh, you went through the school. Ended up doing like an internship in China for how many months were you there? Uh, I think four he, months, five months for four months or five months, and then I just went out and stayed and visited. China, because I thought this is probably the only reason or chance I'll ever get to go to China. And so I went, I applied, got a visa and flew out to Shanghai. Uh, we, I stayed in Danny's apartment in Shanghai. And then we took the high speed train that traveled a thousand miles in five hours to Beijing. That might've been and- a maglev train. It wasn't the maglev. The maglev's the one Goes from to the airport, Chang- right? Yeah. yeah. So this was just the high-speed train. And then we went to the Great Wall of China. We had a, another friend with us, Sam, and uh, we had a great time. I still have some pictures from uh, China. And uh, we did lose back two, on that time. two years off our life, though, due to the smog in Beijing, yeah. which mm-hmm. is exactly. just an experience in and of itself. You're like, is this fog? And they're yeah. like, no, actually, this is straight up car exhaust. Yeah, this is breathing all, in. yeah, and factory. Like, what an experience. Yeah, it really was. This and, is like a Chinese trademark. And this was crazy is that on that high-speed train, you got to see the lay of the land, which was pretty much like a little bit of emptiness and then a tiny village built around a giant smoking factory. <laughs> and then a little bit of emptiness and then a little village built around a giant smoking factory. And that's basically the entire Chinese countryside from Shanghai to Beijing was a little bit of farmland and then civilization. And in the center of civilization, instead of a castle was a giant smoking factory, just dumping out a bunch of smoke. Mm-hmm. Probably that's what they produced was uh, smoke. It's like, we're, yeah, we produce so the greatest smoke in the world. You know, <laughs> yeah. like you can get air from Tasmania because yeah. it's the cleanest air in the world. Or you can get this some is the snow. Yeah. Uh, but now you just like bottle up some Beijing air 
and send it to your best friend and yeah. be like, dude, experience China on your own terms <laughs> in your living room. <laughs> I don't think there's a, uh, you have to be safe though, because you can't open a bottle of Beijing air in too small of a room or you could die. Mm-hmm. You would black out. Right. So yeah, that's how we basically bonded. Well, we did live in Switzerland together, but this was the ultimate test of friendship. Him to come and hang out with my and family. It was, it was you and the family. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Oh, well, what a great friend, Tyson. Yeah. Right. Tyson was, yeah. I was blown away that he actually came out and visited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It was great. So Danny and I, when we were single, we had this, uh, agreement that if one of us planned a trip or wanted to do a trip and the other one was available, had no, uh, reasonable excuse not to, you, not yeah. to, you had to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I visited it, Tyson when he raced in Europe almost yeah. every, every year you were there mm-hmm. at the end of your season. Mm-hmm. So we drive around loud Americans in, a, in Tyson's team car. Yes. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think back to that. I'm a little embarrassed. How are we? How much? Yeah, no, I also was. was like, yeah, I was like, we got taken advantage of a little bit, but we never got like fully taken advantage of. Like none of us ever like uh, got uh, stolen. None of us like nobody <laughs> kidnapped. Yeah. And I was just like, we just like, walked around everywhere like we owned everything yeah. when you say you got taken advantage of well what happened well in, we Bo- were in bosnia yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> of bosnia Tyson and- made the mistake of telling ordering the guy off the menu i yeah. ordered off the menu yeah what a mistake the guy brought him the grossest fish, like a platter of like probably garbage fish. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that carp. this uh, you've told the story. Yeah, uh, I think uh, maybe during our fish fraud days. Yeah, it yeah. cost like a hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> no, yeah, it was like two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the rental car company also in uh, Prague. Danny, uh, yeah, do you remember that? Right. I do remember that. Uh, we walked around. We pointed out a dent on the car. They said, don't worry about it. Then they charged Danny's card for that exact dent in the car when we returned the car. Mm-hmm. And that, that's happened several times with rental cars, and which is why I'm so suspect. And it's just expecting to get ripped off every time I do a rental I car. I take pictures of any like questions. Yeah, I'll stuff. do that too. And now they actually have you do that. This mm-hmm. was like at the beginning of the internet. They have so, you market and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But now I definitely, I always take pictures. With the today's the day's newspaper, mm-hmm. yeah, no, just with the date on the because you can look at oh, the that's right, details Proof on of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can just do it with the camera stamp, time yep. stamp, yeah, exactly. So yeah, world right. travelers, best friends, and podcasters. Now, okay, yeah, brought us together. Well, let's talk about some of the top stories today. And I thought uh, that was the top story. That was that <laughs> some of the other top stories of okay. the day because I uh, want to talk about uh, what's going on over at FedEx, where FedEx is uh, pushing to get l- lasers uh, that can destroy missiles uh, set up on new. FedEx aircraft. Are we ready for FedEx planes to be armed? Uh, Yes. Yes, because I ordered a package from Spain two Uh months ago. It was supposed to be here in two weeks. And I can only assume that the jet was blown up by some anti-FedEx fanatic somewhere yeah. along the way. Cause the package some hasn't shown up. Gruntled person that was waiting for a package said, Hey, if, if my package isn't here, nobody's package is getting there. 
Yeah. So yeah. if this means protecting my package from the starting uh, point to my house, I am all for it. Yeah. Okay. What's next? Uh, does do the hey. UPS trucks need lasers? Oh yeah, armored. Armored yes. UPS trucks. It's their Second Amendment right <laughs> to put as many lasers and missiles that is on true. any vehicle that they deem necessary. Mm-hmm. Or not. I, by the way, this isn't. This doesn't blow up the missile. This just, I think, confuses the missile, the laser. Okay, so oh. this is this is a missile friendly laser. The, the, no yeah, missiles like, will be harmed. For it anybody just tells the missile a missile enthusiast to yeah. go to a Don't UPS worry. truck rather than a FedEx truck. Yeah. By the way, I don't know if you guys saw, there was another story attached, kind of related to this. It's been all over the news, that train. The train, uh, oh yeah, well, the train is a different story. Oh, the train needs uh, anti-human lasers. The train, they could put the lasers on the train. They, uh, that's the tra- what they're, they need to do. The train so the line, lasers yeah. aren't damaging to anybody in particular. They just keep the vehicle from getting attacked. Yeah, like go right. shine right in their eyes yeah. as they're approaching okay. the train. I don't know if Chyson, have you seen this the the train robberies? They they no. go and they rob all the packages out Where of these trains. This? I think it's just you know, outside in, of L.A. Wow, uh, it is. It, it blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Like it's a story that I've been going back to because it keeps showing up, and I just cannot get over how ransacked these trains are. So listen. If listen. your if your package is lost in transit mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. just stuck in transit, there's a good chance that it's somewhere near those train tracks. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I think that I am not a thief. I do not steal. But you put somebody in a room with a bunch of unopened packages. You do gamble, and that it's a form of gambling. Eventually, <laughs> you are. You're excited mm-hmm. to open those packages and see what's in there and so i think that yeah like tighten up on the packages you can't let that stuff get ransacked mm-hmm. but uh well, people are robbing the train uh yeah they, it's been, like the old days yeah i think people wow. are train bl- robbers are, yeah, the, yeah. The, the fedex missile defense system is to prevent i guess people with some sort of like ground to air missile mm-hmm. from taking down fedex planes. But Rob, what i'm saying is this is this is the same thing this is the fedex is like a giant kinder egg in the air right mm-hmm. you yeah. just crack that buddy open and let it rain surprises all over right. the but i don't think killed. it works like a pinata i think if the plane goes down <laughs> with a missile i don't think it necessarily like rains uh you know mana from heaven did you watch that uh show with tom hanks well i was, I was yeah I did, I did i i had seen a, the the documentary about the guy yes. that from fedex who was in yeah. a plane that crashed yeah. on the island and then had nothing but the fedex supplies that i did yes but some of the stuff yeah some of the stuff definitely survives so what danny and his adventure gang needs to do <laughs> is go to these places where these planes are going down and adventure out there and find treasures or oh, maybe so maybe treasure. danny and the crew could like uh could you land a helicopter on a plane danny do you have are you Ooh. sophisticated enough to oh, be able to dude, do that? that would be sweet yeah. Vin diesel could kick the door in but i could not and say look Take this plane wherever you want. The packages are going with are us. Ours. And then we push them out the back into a nice, comfortable place where we can just open all of those boxes <laughs> at our leisure. I want to go back to the trains again. Yeah. I've not seen any headlines on the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Are people stopping the trains? No. So that it's like a, it's like a, a, a station, a transfer station. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the trains stop. 
for, okay. you know, one hour, whatever, it doesn't matter. And people are waiting in, you know, mm-hmm. concealed to the side okay. and then they swarm the trains and just ransack. When I say it's, when I say, I don't know yeah. the numbers, but if you see the damage and the pictures they show is how much is that's just one month of these, these trains getting ransacked. What you see on the ground, they cleaned it up in December and the pictures they show from the article mm-hmm. are just a month. It is just littered with, and they leave tons of stuff on the ground because they're yeah, only interested in things dumb. they could resell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, like a lot of your personalized toys, Tyson are probably okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of your figurines you've ordered are probably okay. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean the train, you the mean trains, okay as in they're just left on the, the side of the They're road. left they're on the I side. Have to go yeah. Get yeah. 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 Okay. But what, what I see here is an overall trend of protecting my packages and the trains need lasers and probably like full train taser mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the planes need anti-missiles. The UPS trucks need maybe some armor, anything to protect my package. Mm-hmm. From getting from Spain to mm-hmm. me, because there's a lot of danger between. This Spain is and like me. the wild west out here, yeah. man. This is crazy. Or the pirate uh, days, or the pirate uh, days. The return yeah. of pirates. I mean, there are pirates. Remember, the, it was a, that was a big there's thing a over there by the Suez Canal. Uh, the pirates going out from whatever country I can't remember and ransacking. Tom Hanks also in yeah. a documentary mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting. I saw that one. The, yeah. Somalis, yeah. the Somalis pirates. Is that? Yeah. Who, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have pirates and now we have train robbers. And I mean, what's next is just the, uh, I don't I know why you'd want to blow up a the guy with line. the twisty curled up mustache probably mm-hmm. is what's coming. What yeah. I want to know is what Intel did FedEx get? That they're like, oh, oh, that's it. We need lasers on our planes. Because this doesn't just come out of yeah, the blue. Um, it, it does not happen <laughs> Docs often. in the chat says, yeah. Docs in the chat says that Tom Hanks has had an interesting life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there have been uh, two high-profile missile attacks in recent years, uh, but those attacks appear to have been from where the plane was misidentified. Yeah, in 2003, a DHL uh, plane was hit, uh, taking off from Baghdad, which is what I would expect. So if you do have a FedEx plane landing in some hot zones, mm-hmm. then maybe what are the, you, the lasers. What are you ordering, Danny, that's coming from, from Baghdad? Baghdad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some beautiful tapestries. Okay. Some dates. <laughs> Breakaway tapestries. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. okay. Very cool. Uh, right. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch-ch- 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, let's t- tell the story of a, uh, a, a, f- a fight that broke out where a mm-hmm. Michael Jackson impersonator was in a street fight in Las Vegas. Uh, Tyson, did you see this? No, but I'm uh, 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 I'm going to just say that if it's if he's any good at looking identical to Michael Jackson, he's losing the fight. No, he won the fight. Yeah, but what? did you watch the fight? <laughs> I, I was watched it a dance fight? fight. No, you would. You know, Michael Jackson should have great footwork when it comes mm-hmm. to fighting. But sure. they did the thing. That I would do, I think it's just natural not to want to get your face hit. They did like the thing, you know, where you're swinging at each other, but leaning backwards. It's only that Michael got in on the guy and got him grappled Okay, that Mm -hmm. uh, he won the fight. Because the guy who can get in and grapple you. Grappling match. Yeah. (laughs) It all comes down to grapple. I think grapple will always uh, win the fight over leaning back, throwing Hail Marys over and over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Until you get tired. Until you get exhausted. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Do we know why Michael Jackson was fighting this man in Vegas? Yeah, the Canada? guy, I, I read, I think the guy pulled his hair or was uh, pulling his hair. Yeah. He was just messing with him. Yeah. Yeah. You can't physically. No, that's assault. Someone like that. mm-hmm. That's already assault. Yeah. So good. You know, Michael Jackson, I don't know. I didn't know there was that many impersonators, but um, yeah, he got in there. That's the thing. If you want to win a fight, you have to take a chance and go in. I feel like, I don't know if I'm that kind of guy. Or be the first to strike. Like, oh, you're going to fight? Yeah, I want to fight. Do you want to fight? Yeah, I want to fight. Okay, we both want to fight. Let's talk about fighting. Punch. Whoever does uh, that first, like, punch, 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 punch while there's talking about fighting. Wins, record that also, conversation because you but, need to, you, you have to record that you got consent, that it wasn't. Is that how it right? works? I mm-hmm. think whoever hits is first is fight? probably going to be held accountable. Yeah, you should be. Words are, yeah, that's not violence. You got to say, are, are you okay if we fight and I punch yeah. you in the face? Can I punch that. you in the face? Yes. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, sweet. Boom. Yeah. Can I punch you in the face again, sir? Yeah. And then you break your because hand. They, yeah. Then they can't press charges. Yeah. There was a kid in junior high once. Uh, I grew up in a. You've told us a very violent uh, junior high. Correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, one kid, did I already tell you the story about the kid who, who they got in a fight the one kid turned to walk away from the fight. The other kid punched him in the back of the head, shattered his forearm, and pooped his pants at the same time from the pain of shattering his forearm. Ran to the bathroom to try and flush his poopy undies down the toilet, but a crowd of people followed him in there, and his entire life was ruined forever. That's the problem oh with God. fighting. Oftentimes, there are no winners because the body is fragile. Very uh, and unless very you're fragile, a, unless yeah. you're an MMA guy or girl or a boxer, uh-huh. it's like I don't know how to throw or take a punch. Mm-hmm. So also, either option is good for me, and so maybe my best option is to curl up in a ball or try the grapple. Mm-hmm. And also, I can't. Walking around in junior high claiming that you're an MMA fighter is going to get you in so many fights. As people are like, I'm going to say you're not, and I'm going to fight you to be the king of the fighting. And so, like, if fighting. you're taking karate or something, are you the king of fighting high, or the king of pop, sir? Yeah, if you're if you're taking karate in junior high and you're advertising that you take karate, you're, you're going, going to get to a get lot of challengers. High. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of challengers. Yeah, probably by um, an F dude. Yeah, that's what happened in uh, the Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. All right. Um, so you want to see the uh, Michael Jackson impersonator in the fight? Yes. Yeah. Let's okay. study some of the moves. All right. Let me see if I can, uh, if I can play <laughs> this. And uh, I can already tell they're doing the lean back. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if I can uh, get this. On, on, okay. Here's uh, the Michael Jackson versus uh, this guy. But you know what I mean? He got a grip on that guy early on, and that's what brought the... That guy is clearly very drunk. He he deserves this. Mm. This is all part of... It's not part of the show, but like in Vegas as a Michael Jackson impersonator, you have to assume that these drunk people are going to harass you and be ready for it, but also... You're not going to be intimidated by a guy who can barely stand up. Man, fights, other than fights by professionals, fights look so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they really do. Unless it's, it's properly choreographed yeah. or high level professional. Because even like low level, like you're like, oh, the farm league to the MMA. You're like, this isn't real fighting. Yeah. I mean, that's just embarrassing to watch for both parties. <laughs> Uh, it's just it just doesn't look like the movies. I want to see spin kicks, roundhouses. <laughs> Do you mm-hmm. think that the Michael Jackson impersonator is very grateful that he's wearing a costume so that in this viral <laughs> video nobody really yeah. knows who oh, 100%. he is? Percent. Mm-hmm. The 100%. other guy's face is just like we see his face a bunch of times. Yeah. So that dude will never be able to live this down. Mm-hmm. I bet his name is in the comments there on that video. You can find it. <laughs> oh, I know that. That's. That's Troy. That's Chad. That's Chad Chad from Ohio. That guy's too old to be Chad. Yeah. Frank. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, Bruce. Mm -hmm. Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. I have some big news. All right. Oh. All right. That we have a new leader. Okay. Okay. Tell me who to worship. There is a three-eyed rare calf that was born with four nostrils and people are pumped up. Dude, Hold nothing up. gets me more pumped up than a, a mutant baby animal. cow with three eyes and four nostrils. Mm-hmm. How old now? Uh, is it still alive? Yeah. Cause a lot of these mutants don't live very long. Okay. Let's see. How long is it alive? Uh, that it's disturbing by the way. Yeah. What? This animal. want to see a picture. Oh, I mean, you probably should see it if it is your new leader. Uh, you need mm-hmm. to get comfortable. It was born on January 14th. So January 14th, four days ba- ago. Baby newborn calf. I'm not going to start worshiping this thing until it's at least two months old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait a while because you don't want to make a mistake. Right? I don't think this thing, uh, like, and it's not because somebody's going to kill it. It's because generally when you're born with this type of thing as an animal, like they always have like the pictures of like the two headed snakes and stuff like that. They don't live very long because their innards are all amok. You know, what's interesting. I thought this was a different story because I read a story about a two headed cow that was mm-hmm. uh, born like a month or two ago. So it's tough. Not, I don't know who to worship. Is it the two headed cow? Yeah, uh, this is a total, totally new deity. I just 
popped up on the scene. I got to wrap my head around this and I need to choose. And then I saw a story also that I was going to pull about a woman that has two sets of her female reproductive organs and that she uses one for rearing children and the other she has an OnlyFans for. Wait, the... Wait, how does one, how did she decide which one got the OnlyFans? Because that seems like the better job. Maybe she flipped a coin. I don't know. Mm. And why, why just one get the OnlyFans? It seems like uh, interesting. Look, I'll have to have Tyson look into this more. One was for business and one was for pleasure. And that was it. Actually, probably probably the same one. I'm not, you know, I really, I don't know. You just saw the headline. And then you moved on with your life and now you're recalling it. I'm recalling and it. Yeah. I would honestly rather worship the two headed cow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like it's going to ask a lot less of me Yeah, and be a lot cheaper Okay, to worship. Um, if the cow has two heads, uh, do they need to use both of the Oculus rifts uh, to oh, uh, now they need increase its milk production? Now they need four. Remember? Because it was two, one for each eye. Mm-hmm. For a, a normal cow, standard cow, uh, but for the two-headed, that's that's a lot of Oculus. At that point, you're losing money with your milk investment. Mm-hmm. Yep. But if it's deity, if it's like holy milk, you're selling that for an, at a premium. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might be able to make your money back. Yeah. Uh, the veterinarian on call uh, says that uh, they do not believe this is the uh, reincarnation of a god, uh, as uh, some in the area believed. Uh, they believe it's just uh, some sort of a mutation. Well, uh, I mean, that's his opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's entitled to that. Yeah. But okay. in this time and age, people need some hope. A sign. Yeah. And it sounds like the three-eyed cow might be bringing some hope. All right. So, so all right. More on that story as it develops. Okay. I'm excited. Um, you know, prices have been going up. That's been that's been no secret. Prices of meat as well. And as the price of specifically pork has gone higher, uh, that there are some people who are turning to an alternative source of meat, and that is uh, the meat of a crocodile. Tyson. Oh, I thought you were going to say a three-eyed, four-nostril no, cow, no, no, and no, I was no, like, no, no, already? No. Big old croc steak? No. Uh, In Thailand, the demand for crocodile meat has gone through the roof. Are crocodiles mm, not a good thing. protected, though? I feel like crocodiles aren't i hardly ever see them in arizona so how where are they <laughs> yeah i'm with tyson it seems like we've got the pig thing down we could mass breed them uh they make multiple kinds of meat that are delicious yeah. i feel like if we start going down the crocodile road eventually there will be no crocodiles yeah and i'm not saying what's right or wrong but like are there crocodile farms how are like that's uh i for the novelty of something, we'll usually try it. Uh, but I have to say that I think, I don't know. It's Why don't they because- do python steaks and mm-hmm. meat, you know, in Florida where they've got the invasive species? That's yeah. what they should do. Yeah. yeah. That into- mm-hmm. We should only be eating invasive species. Yeah. And, and wow. bugs. And bugs. Oh, that's just a, yeah, that's a solution. And, and Florida's got tons of them. Yeah, I mean, 
They've got the the monkeys, the hepatitis monkeys, probably now up to like a population of near a million. I'm sure in some mm-hmm. remote corner of Florida, they got the python. So it's a python monkey. I don't. Do you know think if we that this will be a, a popular political platform to run on? Um, in what Thailand to run on the croc uh, meat platform in Thailand or to run on the python meat platform here? Yeah, I think here. Um, it would be interesting to hear the discussion. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't think the platform, I think, uh, it would be like something to talk about and have a discussion. But I think that whenever you are choosing a platform, you always have to choose what the majority agrees with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't go with the, and also you don't go straight yeah. to meat. Yeah. Meat is something <laughs> you do in the restaurant with some of the norms, right? You're like, Oh, look at me. I'm eating some Python meat with the norms at a restaurant, but in private, yeah, it's not an issue for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, yeah, you take these invasive species. You got the you got the hippos in Colombia. You've got yeah. the uh, are they the baboons in Florida? You've got all the uh, snake species in Florida. You got lionfish globally. Uh, you've got uh, I think you carp. Got the, I think carp here. Carp here mm-hmm. in a lot of lakes. You've got uh, the cane toad uh, pretty much on every island in the Pacific. You've got, uh, um, so lots of meats to choose from. I think lots and kind lots of what you've hit on here. Yeah. Lots and lots of meats. Mm-hmm. Like we should just be eating pure carp here in Utah. Yeah. Uh, it's very bony fish, but I do know that there is, so there is a uh, Rob, there's a lake in Utah that is taken over by carp mm-hmm. and there is one fishing vessel on that lake that exports the carp to China because, that culture enjoys a good carp here. I don't think that we've really Appreciated. delved into the delicacy of the very bony carp fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you eat crocodile meat, Rob? So I think I've had alligator before. Yeah, you live in Carolina. You've had. <laughs> no, alligator. no, I didn't have it here. I didn't have it here. Um, but had it in Florida. Yeah, it doesn't, I, I'm not repulsed by the idea. What did yeah. it taste like? Just out of curiosity. Greasy chicken, maybe? Yeah, they say it tastes like chicken. I, I really don't remember. Yeah. Uh, that was when I used to uh, drink uh, more than I do now. So I really <laughs> can't re- exactly recall, but I don't remember I being actually, grossed out. Yeah, I had like chicken nuggety style alligator chunks from mm-hmm. uh, Gatorland of all places. Mm-hmm. Like a, mm-hmm. a gator reserve, preserve yeah. Real, type like, of Joe thing. exotic thing going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's like going to the zoo and picking out like yeah, lion meat. Cage yeah. animal that you're going to eat for lunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, unless they died of natural causes. And then that, I guess, makes more sense when they're like, this was an 87 year old lion that you're eating right yeah. now. All right. So that's why uh, it's so stringy. Yeah. Crocodile meat. Uh, look for it uh, maybe coming to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To your a local Burger grocer. King in Japan, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think the next logical step will see like, oh, a bur- Burger King in Japan is offering uh, the new crocodile burger. And then it's like, okay, that's like the next test balloon. And then what? crocodile patty. I did yeah. hear a review, a review. Was it KFC that came out with impossible nuggets? Mm-hmm. Somebody uh, did. Yeah. I saw that. And, and I think that they're awful. Is the review that was I what read. I saw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. But are real nuggets good? I think uh, real nuggets are objectively good. Yeah, I think yeah, you I... just have to add more salt. Probably if they're if you're making an imitation nugget that isn't good, it probably doesn't have enough salt in it. Mm-hmm. Or scraps. 
skin, <laughs> gizzard, okay, bone, a beak, beak scraps, bee holes. Okay, yeah. you're right, probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, there's been some talk on this podcast about potentially uh, people doing a mukbang, competitive eating. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. There was a woman who uh, was part of a uh, charity event. Uh, she ate 32 sushi rolls. Of course she did. Wow. Yes. Full rolls. mm Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Like just thinking about taking 32 rolls and mashing them up into one giant roll. That's Mm -hmm. that's a lot of, a lot of material. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it ended up with her, uh, going to the hospital. As all great, uh, meals will Mm -hmm. end up. Mm Mm-hmm. Your yeah. crock meat might end up this way too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm sorry that uh, I, I read she was I, trying to get her yeah. money's worth, Rob. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know where I got the charity thing from. I think I gave her like too much, uh, too much credit. Um, uh, maybe I got that confused with another story. I, I look at a lot of news AF, uh, on a Tuesday morning. So no, she was just at all you can eat sushi. Yeah, that, wow. that, that's what I read. And she was trying to get her money's worth, which is fair. Yeah. And that means if she ate that many rolls at an all-you-can-eat sushi place, she had to have been there for like 19 oh, hours. By the way, she they, ate more than rolls. They are so slow at bringing stuff out, and that's on purpose to let you feel full before you get your next mm-hmm. thing. So it's like, oh, I need this. And they're like, okay, that will be 35 minutes. Yeah. And then they show up with that and you're like, uh, can I order another roll? And they're like, not till you're finished with that one. And then you finish that one. And then you're like, I want that. Like it's a whole scheme. Yeah. Uh, Danny, what else her. did she have with the rolls? I, I want to say, I read that she also had ramen and like, yeah, she started off with, with miso soup, miso sounds soup. Good. Yeah. Four yeah, uh, gyoza and okay, jalapeno yep. poppers, Danny. That's what it was. Jalapeno Ooh. poppers. I, I do remember that reading that so she was she was pre-gaming and then she went after the 32 sushi rolls i mean this woman's a champion she should consider a career in competitive eating because that's well, no she couldn't handle it no I, I mean she got to 32 and by the way did she couldn't I, handle it she went to 31 the ER. still would have been champion level yeah if she had stopped at 31 Mm-hmm. You just don't know where your limits are until you really push yourself. Yeah. And that's what a champion does. I think yeah. the thing about the sushi is that I think then, then you can eat it, but then I think the rice expands. Hmm. That's part of the problem here. Yeah. Well, and then also the other thing too, is that if you eat that much sushi, even if you've never eaten fish in your life, you definitely have mercury poisoning. At home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Consider all the plastics you've just consumed with your fish. It's true. Yeah, uh, not the probably not the finest sushi, and I don't know. I've just always had this opinion of all you can eat sushi that it mm-hmm. can't be good sushi. That it's probably uh, faux fish, right? No, I've been to some decent all you can eat sushi places. Uh, I'm not a sushi guy. I can eat sushi if I have to, and yeah. if something is exactly perfect how I want it, I will eat it. But I'm past the point of like remember like I don't know. 15 years ago when everybody was like, sushi's the greatest meal you could ever eat. And everybody's like, well, let's go to sushi. Let's go to sushi. Let's go to sushi. Mm-hmm. I had my fair share. Of su- and I had a friend, like a really good friend whose sister worked at a sushi restaurant. So we would go there sometimes. Okay. That friend was Danny Bryson. And, yes. And uh, now I'm over it. I don't need well, raw I, fish. I want a warm, delicious meal yeah. for dinner. 
This woman's probably over it too. If you no, this she's not. She says she's uh, not. She it, wants more. She, she she's going to go to 33 rolls. She, she said that this has not ruined the experience. I, I will definitely oh, eat man. sushi again. She mm-hmm. said uh, that the experience has not ruined sushi for me or the all you can eat experience. I did learn next time I need to listen <laughs> to my body and take things slower. Mm, that's a, I mean, I think that's a probably words we can all live by a little bit. Listen to your bodies. Yeah. The body does come with some haptic feedback. <laughs> and I don't know if that applies to things other than your hands, but it is sending you messages constantly. Uh, that yeah. You, you're mm-hmm. Getting and you're like, it's basically a synapse. Yeah. from Whatever yeah. location is feeling something straight to your brain. Yeah, as your stomach is stretching to the near tearing point, yeah, said your, your through mind your... is receiving messages <laughs> that uh, hopefully you're listening to. Yeah. And actually, by the way, Rob, that's what being a champion is also about, is learning to listen to your body yeah. and to no, live limits. on that line, but mm-hmm. not cross it. Yeah. I do remember growing up learning a story about a stagecoach driver competition. And uh, oh. <laughs> a wealthy person trying to choose a stagecoach driver for themselves personally. Yep. And they were trying to see, they said, okay, the competition is to see which stagecoach driver can get the closest to the cliff edge on the, without, mountain, road. On the mountain road without driving the stagecoach <laughs> over the cliff. And so these stagecoach drivers were intent on getting, so the first guy gets a foot away from the cliff's edge and the everybody's like, wow, that was really close. The next driver gets like six inches from the cliff's edge. Everybody's like, wow, that's so close. The next driver gets a wheel hanging off the cliff edge. And they're like, wow, you can't get closer than that. And the next guy gets as far away from the cliff's edge as possible. And that is the guy that gets hired. The safe. What a lesson. What a lesson. Yeah. Be a coward. So two rolls in, Tyson, you're hired. <laughs> leave. leave. Yeah. Just get up, walk away. Yeah. I think you away. order and leave. So I don't you, think you even you you get it to go. You don't. You, you no, don't. You, they don't allow that. Okay. You, yeah, especially at all you can eat. I like to get in there, and on an all you can eat. This is my thing. I get in there. Yeah. I order a few things that I think I'm gonna like, uh, but not so much that I'm gonna be wasteful. I taste every like three or four things. I taste the things and the things that I love. I finish eating the things that I don't. I pass off to someone who does maybe love them and go from there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. All right. Well, the beauty of Mm -hmm. all you can eat sushi, uh, you don't have to wait that long unless you're waiting for them to bring more stuff out. But that was not the case for people at Disney World, who uh, were waiting for quite some time for a dragon-shaped popcorn bucket. Mm-hmm. Danny, how long would you wait on a line at Disney World for something that was not even a ride? Let me just say this. If you are a Disney World fan, you are you are a champion line waiter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you love the waiting I, game. I can't compare mm-hmm. because I am not a fan of Disneyland, so therefore I don't uh, like lines and I don't have line skills. Yes. So no number you say will shock me because I'm assuming these are Disney people. Yes. And they have been trained to wait in line. One of the three types of people. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> three types. I, uh, if I go into a, even a restaurant and I'm like, how long is the wait? And they say half an hour. My line back to them is I've never had food that's worth waiting half an hour for. And then I leave Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm sure I'm impatient, uh, but uh, I would be so enraged. They waited six hours in line. 
That's how long these people waited, right? Seven. Seven. Ooh. For a dragon-shaped popcorn Yeah, bucket. let me see if I can get you a good picture. Yeah, we need to this, see a picture. Uh, maybe that'll change all it's like. And maybe you'll say, like, oh, no, I would wait seven hours uh, for that. Okay. All right. So this is something you can sell online now for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, maybe. That's a thing. Yeah. And okay. that's a thing. Let me see. Okay. Uh, so... Yeah, it's just a dread. I don't even know what this character is. So mad at (laughs) Disney and these people for just succumbing to Disney's like, hey, they buy a ticket. Then they wait half of the time that that ticket allows them in the park. So here's the thing uh, that this is called the figment popcorn bucket. It's modeled after a character from Epcot's various uh, iterations of the journey into imagination ride. It's filled with rainbow colored popcorn and shaped like a dragon and $25 for the bucket uh, is one of the several new and returning treats at the pop eats booth at Epcot. So if you wanted this, uh, seven hours uh, to wait for this dragon with colored popcorn. No, nope. I'll tell Imagine. you what I do. I go to the front of near the front of the line. I give someone $200 mm-hmm. uh, to get me one. Yeah. Oh, that's what it says here. eBay yeah. recorded a few that sold over $200. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can resell those. Yeah, but not for that much. $200 isn't a lot. But if you really wanted one personally yourself, Instead of waiting the six, seven hours, you just go to the front of the line and give somebody 150, 100. Somebody would do it for 100. Seven somebody hours. would probably do it for 50. Mm-hmm. What do you do for those seven hours? Just like, here's 200 bucks, buy, buy eight of them. But not for anything. I mean, how much is your time at Disney yeah. World worth? Like, what is the cost of admission divided by the number of hours that you are there? At what These point are season is pass. this? Yeah, uh, season pass? I guess. Yeah, these are season pass holders. Remember, professional line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, line people. And then, yeah, they have to be season pass. And they're probably taking surveys on their phone this mm-hmm. time. Yeah, the whole time. Who knows? To 10 cents thing. a pop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what I would do here, let's say there's another idea is if you could get in line, one of the first, just buy a hundred of them and then just stand right next to the thing and sell them for uh $50. So the online equivalent of what everybody experiences when something cool comes out, that all yeah. the bots buy mm-hmm. them. Yeah. At least yeah. here it was a physical location and you had to be there personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's probably a purchase limit. Some uh, OM, uh, OMG in the chat said, and that's probably true. So yeah. anyways, I, uh, yeah, I'm disappointed in these people, disappointed in Disney. And <laughs> why are you uh, disappointed? It, they, you know, each person gets to decide what their time's worth. Right. Mm-hmm. And just because you don't value that dragon shaped bucket, uh, and you don't think it's worth seven hours. Doesn't mean it's not worth seven hours to somebody else. Mm-hmm. That could be the highlight of their year. Tyson is that dragon shaped uh, bucket of popcorn with the colorful popcorn. You think they've already peaked in 2022? Yeah, that's like yeah. Well, better to peak early on and know you got your peak. Where mm-hmm. things go to pot, you'll that's always true. have your popcorn holder. That is true. So uh-huh. uh, you know what? If this is worth it to them, then that's that's their Everest. Yeah, good for them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, Orlando's uh, Universal uh, Studios, they clapped back at Disney. They tweeted out. Meanwhile, Jurassic World hashtag VelociCoaster is 35 minutes. Just saying. 
Wait, the line is 35 minutes? Yeah. yeah. A line is 35 minutes. Dude, they, that's not a clapback. They need to hire the guy from Paps Blue Ribbon. I'm sure he's available. You want a real clapback? <laughs> Waiting in line for seven hours for this pink dragon filled with popcorn? Try eating you know what. That doesn't even ma- uh, meet Tyson's requirement for a line. There's no ride good enough for Tyson to wait 35 minutes. Would you wait 35 minutes for a great ride, Tyson? I mean, not a fan of great rides per se, but for my daughters, yes, I would. Okay. Would your daughters like the Velocicoaster? Not yet, but maybe in the future. Maybe in the future. But also, I, depending on the trajectories and the movements of the Velocicoaster, I might simply wait in line with my daughters and then bypass the ride while they go on the ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that's what's uh, going on there. Also, I, I got one other story about, uh, did you happen to catch uh, that? I, I know you're not huge uh, sports fans of uh, the NFL, but The Rock mm-hmm. popped on last night to uh, talk uh, with uh, Peyton Manning and Eli Manning. Uh, and some cast. people. Yeah. On the Manning cast. On the Manning cast. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they noticed that The Rock has like uh, something even more interesting than uh, Tyson's uh, uh, lion painting in his background. Uh, the Rock apparently has a giant uh, T-Rex skull uh, in his home. Oh, like a real legit one? Yeah. Uh, well, oh, that's cool. Uh, Whoa. Well, yes, hold on. Yes. I'm just looking this over. I didn't see this. Okay. I'm probably cutting off. Rob. Yes. The the T-Rex has a name. It's Stan. Stan. And Stan sold at an auction to an undisclosed buyer for $31 million. Yes. And The Rock has it. That's a flex right there. Mm -hmm. Just kind of subtly. I wish I had something of value in my background rather than a lamp. But uh, maybe I need to find the most valuable thing in my house for next week yeah. and just kind of put it in the background. You, th- so you, you think that's the real Stan or do you think that is a replica? A replica? I kinda, I'm kind of leaning towards replica. It has that replica look, you doesn't it? It's a you, don't put, you don't put $31 million T-Rex skull in your house like that because, and then show it to people because that is when you become a target. What a Zoom background. Yeah. That does not belong at the Rock's house. That belongs in some place where it can be enjoyed by everyone at Universal Studios on the yep. Velocicoaster. 35 minute wait. But a $31 yeah. million dollar T-Rex goal. I agree the Rock is loaded and he has the money that he could afford a T-Rex skull like that. But I don't think even the rock can put that on display and say, this is what I own because you become a target. You think someone will break into the rock's house and steal the T-Rex skull? Do you you think the people from the train? I think the people from the train will ransack the house and at the very least, the rock can't beat us all up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Plus, he may not even be able to beat anybody up. Maybe those muscles aren't even functional at this point. Mm, we don't know for show. Can you yeah, rip a t-shirt off? Aesthetic. Uh, I don't I think so. seen him rip a shirt off in a long time. Depends mm. on the seams. How strong yeah. are those seams? Uh, by the way, 
I would love to have a T-Rex skull. I think that's super cool, but I've always kind of been confused with fossils when I go to Mm -hmm. museums because sometimes I feel like they're showing you cement poured replicas or plaster. You know what I mean? So it's like 10% authentic dinosaur bone surrounded by plaster replica. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to buy a $31 million stand, I want to know that it's all a hundred percent authentic T-Rex. Like this was a skull that was surrounded by its flesh when it laid down in that mud and died. Mm -hmm. I I just hate the whole fossil thing where it's, yeah, a little bit of dinosaur and a lot of plaster. Yeah. And it looks to me like he has some, that that, that doesn't look like the real one. Hmm. Okay. We'll see. Uh, I do think that the rock could eat 32 sushi rolls because I've seen the rock posts sometimes on Instagram legendary cheat days danny yeah i've seen i've seen pictures of his he's a mukbanger unofficial mukbangs Mm -hmm. he does like giant pizzas like sushi yeah 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 it's impressive when it when the rock cheats the rock uh eats you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) you can smell what the rock is cooking from several blocks away Mm -hmm. yeah the rock probably bench presses that t-rex skull you know for part of his exercise Probably punches it like Rocky in the freezer with uh, the meat. Uh, he's got, it would shatter. He's probably got like a hundred of them, a hundred replicas uh, that he has all over his house to punch at any given time. No, he punches uh, dead Crocs to tenderize the meat. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Hangs him by the tail in his uh-huh. workout room and just totally softens up the meat with some nice punching. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he spars with Michael Jackson? Oh, uh, that's the thing is the rock would never want to be caught in public in a real fight. Cause how Ever. ruinous would it be for his career? If he's doing the lean, uh, lean back cat paw striking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thing. If a Michael Jackson impersonator that. beat him yeah, up, uh, right. I mean, and then took his T-Rex skull. <laughs> he's been exactly. professionally trained for years and years and years, uh, on how to at least make it look like a real uh, look fight. Like yeah. a fight. But when you're getting struck in the face or that's a real possibility, yeah, like yeah. most people are like, no, thank you. I'll just lean back yeah. and throw my hands out. Although if you were going to fight the rock and you were going to sort of time this out, I think that you plan it on the day that he has just finished uh, the cheat day 32 oh, yeah. sushi rolls, uh, nine pizzas, uh, and the jalapeno poppers. And that's when you st- step up to the rock. Just punch him right in the stomach and he'll just <laughs> yeah. projectile like King Hippo. Yeah. Hear me out here, too. What if the rock hired a team of professionals to make a replica after he saw the T-Rex skull sell for $31 million, mm-hmm. but it actually cost him $32 million to get this team of experts <laughs> to build a replica. Okay. Hey, that's cool, but it doesn't have any of the authentic dinosaur bone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm but, all about the bone. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Danny loves the bone. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Danny, we know you love the bone, but do you love the bolt hole? Even more than the bone. <laughs> okay. Everyone loves the bolt hole. All right. Let's go to Danny's bolt hole. Welcome to my bolt hole. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong. Yes. You know what the news really does is it it show it gives us a glimpse into the other side, like some of the craziest stuff, right? But if you think about all the crazy things you see on the news that we talk about, mm-hmm. I like to imagine all the things happening around the world that we never ever see, right? Okay. It, it's it's got to be absolutely wild. Um, and there was a video that came out, and I I, I, I didn't talk about it last week because I thought for sure it would show up. And it was the one of the woman carrying her pet lion through the streets. Okay. I didn't see this. So her pet lion escaped and um, she went to go retrieve it. So she's holding this lion like, you know, like this under its arms. And the lion is going absolutely crazy as she's carrying it waddling down the street. Probably weighs as much as a, you know, a, a, a grown man. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, if this person hadn't been awake, the person filming from the window, this event would have gone unnoticed. Yeah. This woman would have carried her pet lion. We would never have seen what is, in my mind, one of the crazier things that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like she just, well, there's so much about the story that's weird. She owns a pet lion, which, you know, a lot of the boxers own pet lion, uh, tigers occasionally, some uh, famous people. So it's not unusual, but this is, seems to be just a random person who owns a pet lion somewhere in the Middle East. And then to, it escaped, so it was out on the streets, probably with children playing nearby, and that she was able to find it and then attempted to carry it back while it's swatting at her face. Mm-hmm. And eventually she puts it, she even puts it down. And the lion is just kind of like, ugh, you know, upset that it got caught. And as someone who occasionally picks up a cat, I can't even imagine picking up a cat of this size. I can't even very, I touch my cat. It's like disgusting. And I like <laughs> hold it away from me, but to have to like get in intimately with right. a lion to a carry lion. it down the street to return it home. I don't know. I just blew my mind. I'm surprised it didn't show up. If you haven't seen the video and if you haven't seen the video of the train tracks, those are two videos you should see because it's just like, understand when you watch this video of the woman carrying the lion, that this probably has happened quite often in the past. This the isn't the, the first time gets out. Yeah. The line gets out and someone grabs their lion and carries it back to their house. Mm-hmm. Where did I see this video of this woman carrying the lion? It was all over. I, I, I fully it's expect a big lion, like almost as big as her, almost as right? big as her. And she's yeah. leaning back and she has it around the back from be underneath the arms. And she's leaning way back to keep it from dragging. Are you sure this wasn't uh, the guy that fought Michael Jackson? I was just going to say that this woman <laughs> is so much more, like if you were to fight her, if she's not afraid of being swatted by a lion's uh, paw, I bet you she goes right in. 
on the Jackson, Michael Jackson impersonator mm-hmm. and just grapples him to the ground. Cause if you can grapple a lion, I think that you can grapple a human. Yeah. It's, you should watch the video though. And, and just realize that this type of stuff, I can pull it up. People are asking me to get the, uh, here, I, I can send you the link. Yeah, I, I have it. I have it. All okay. Right. All right. Here we go. Here is a video of our, uh, woman carrying the lion down the street. Okay. Let's see. Like, seriously. Yeah. Now, when you told the story, Danny, I was imagining sort of like, uh, like baby Simba, like in the Lion King of like a little like lion cub. That's like, no, like Tyson said, mm -hmm. this lion is almost the same size (laughs) as the woman carrying it. This is not a, like a puppy sized lion. Or a kid. This is like at least a teenage lion. Look at that thing. And look at his hands going absolutely crazy. And how well she's blocking it. Like this woman's a real street brawler. And like she could take on she's any unfazed. impersonator. Yeah. She's not afraid of taking one to the face for her and, lion. And probably the thing that alerted the person making the video was the, the lo- loud lion noises. Yeah, if you uh, like our cat makes loud noises, I can only imagine what those would sound like coming from a lion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, probably woke up when he saw a woman wrestling with a lion out on the street. I- again, this isn't some random event. These types of things take place all the time. And at News AF, our job here is to expose, yeah. you know, how strange the world we live in actually is. Yes. And, and where was the, where did this happen, Danny? Oh, gosh, it was somewhere in the. I want to say like Oman or somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hold on. It's somewhere where they, uh, you know, you have access to lion cells, mm-hmm. which isn't something you have here. Yeah. Okay. Do you, uh, does this make you want to get? Oh, Kuwait. Kuwait. Okay. Does this make you want to get uh, a bigger cat, Danny? No. You know, I look at my cat and I've seen enough uh, mountain lions in the wild that there is, even in a house cat, there's a lot of actions that it does that are very similar to wild cats, which is interesting. It's like you haven't taken all the wild out of a, a, even a mm-hmm. house cat. The way they pounce on things, just their hunting it. instincts. It's very similar to the things you see when I'm out uh, looking at mountain lions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, no, I would not want a larger one. It's just mm-hmm. uh, it, the, the stink gets worse. The claws get bigger. And eventually I'll find myself out in the middle of the street, two in the morning, wrestling my pet lion back to my yeah. house. Well, yeah. here's the thing is if you know how they say that 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 cat urine uh, sometimes can breed some type of bacterial infection in the brain that makes you more sympathetic towards cats. Does <laughs> big true? cat urine have an even more potent oh, urine? That's interesting. That makes you even more sympathetic towards cats. It's like a cat roofie. Just has to pee in your face for you to have some sympathy and do its bidding. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's the way they say that like cat, the cat lady, quote unquote, exists is because Ends up with more cats. you react this I way. I couldn't figure out why they have people have so many cats. And now yes. Tyson, what you've said makes total sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The cats brainwash you they with their urine. Yeah. That's correct. That's, mm-hmm. I think that is a scientific thing well if you've said it out loud it's a fact already okay it's on the internet so it's on the internet you just gave birth to a fact no Mm -hmm. need to check it wow congratulations (laughs) yeah 
All right, pass out the cigars. Yeah. Okay. Giving birth to a fact. Yes. All right. Uh, Dan, anything else from the bolt hole you want to share? Yeah. Uh, if you're over 45, don't shovel snow. Cause I did read a report that said that, uh, that could be real bad for you. Okay. The H to N shoveling snow is 45. 45. Just PSA right. out there. The weight. Why is that for your back? Is that for your heart? A uh, heart back, all sorts of things happen. If mm-hmm. you're out of shape and shoveling snow at 45. Death what is if you're in shape? Uh, I'm hoping that that actually you have a better chance of surviving a uh, snow shoveling. Is that what experience. the rock does? But you still avoid it, Danny. And no, I, I do shovel snow. Okay. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm thinking maybe the time to buy a snowblower. But also your wife is much younger. So she, she has a good, she has a good eight years of shoveling snow in her. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. And you, you know, said she needs to get stronger. She does. <laughs> Whenever we carry things together, we don't really carry things together. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I carry them. And she does help a little bit. So, yeah, yeah maybe I'll put her on this snow shoveling the minute uh, I can't. I saw, okay. I'll tell her I can't. You have a note. I, print out that I'll, article, Danny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If anyone's interested, go to that article, print it out, show it to your wife and let her know that you're, you're trying to kill me. You are killing me. But yeah. make me shovel that snow. <laughs> there was a uh, I had a conversation with my brother who lives in Utah, who shoveled used to shovel snow and I helped him shovel snow over the holidays. He has a snowblower now and yeah. he actually was just like. I used to like shoveling snow because you felt like you were getting a workout and it does a better job than a snowblower because a snowblower a lot of times leaves like a little film yeah, of slick. Yep. And uh, he was like, but now it's just not worth it. Yeah. So he's he blows his snow, but I took a shovel out and it was the classic man versus machine. Dude, you were so close to death. You didn't even know. Uh, I did a better job. Mine looked cleaner. Mine was closer to the asphalt. Uh he probably got more square footage covered in the time that I shoveled, but not by much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Fishback tweeted uh, this week. Uh, I get deep uh, soul pleasure shoveling the sidewalk in front of my house. Like the suburban dad I have become. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you're a suburban dad, mm-hmm. then I, yeah, I mean, it, you there is, to- yeah, there's only suburban dads buy snowblowers though, so they can talk about their snowblowers. Eventually, mm-hmm. eventually, but also making those crisp, clean lines on that sidewalk with a shovel mm-hmm. does look good. Yeah, does look nice. Yeah, and you know who was a real badass? Uh, remember that guy from Home Alone? Yep, that the salt the the salt trash guy. can guy. That eventually at the guy, end, yeah. those guys are going to kill Kevin McAllister. And then he comes in and, and whacks them both shovel. with a shovel. I what mean, would he have done with a snowblower? I mean, that guy changed the 90s. Oh, Could you imagine yeah. Home Alone ends though. with Kevin McAllister, like grizzly murdered in front of a <laughs> uh, young viewing audience? <laughs> An audience That's yeah. the movie HBO would have made. That changed a generation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that really did. And it would have been... Imagine how our lives would be different now. Mm-hmm. Had and that, that guy was out. hella old. Yeah, he was very old. Danny. Mm-hmm. But that's when people, that's when those guys were in shape back then, the hard men of the 90s. You know, we don't have that anymore where it's like, oh, your shoulder feels like it's out of socket. Yeah. Well, just keep lifting till that pain goes yeah, away. Like, I yeah. shovel every day and I've got shrapnel from Korea in my arms, yeah. both arms. And he had a family that was like, dad, will you spend time with us? He's like, no, I got to get out of the shovel because <laughs> nobody else will. Yeah. Yeah. He fought with his son about it. He fought with his son. He had, couldn't yeah. see his granddaughter anymore. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. All because his first love was shoveling. <laughs> that's, that's the suburban dad that yeah, he is. Yes, he's like, I'm the suburban dad. Uh, he, was a, he was a suburban I grandpa. Take, I take great, great pleasure. But when he was younger, he was a dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, what I I'm understanding is you guys are saying the, sh- the shoveling drove uh, his family away. That was the wedge. Yes. Yeah, I think okay. so. I the think mount- that the mountain of snow was a metaphor. That was yeah. the underlying yeah, mm-hmm. that's, you yeah. Know, we yeah. knew as viewers that's why, but it, they didn't. Specifically and the tell salt us was why. the salt in the wound. Yeah, yeah. seeing this this family across the street uh, really uh, we, was. It represented the salt in the wound, but it also represented him being the salt of the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we've just pointed out another danger of shoveling, so it can give you a heart attack and it can drive your family away. <laughs> so if you if you fall too much uh, for the sweet siren song of the shoveling the snow, yeah, so. the deep salt pleasure it gives you, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's got it. There's probably a balance. I mean, everything and, in moderation. And Danny, this is a a, met, a a metaphor for you with two Oculus Rifts in the house. That I, that I feel like that that these the same the the same uh, allure of the the deep soul pleasure of shoveling the snow could be for you know a lesson for you that don't fall too in love with the metaverse. It's Dude, true. I take great pleasure in watching both my kids on those things. It is. Yeah. It looks so ridiculous to so, see them in the same room. Mm-hmm. Danny, the best thing is if. So I w- used to have Google Glass. Yeah. Or Google Glasses, not Google Glasses, Google 3D, whatever it was, and you could. I would cast what I, the screen was showing to my TV, so I could see it, and then I'd put it on Bergen and see her like react to stuff. So I can't even imagine if there was a way for you to do that. So you could see what they were seeing. So you, oh, I can, I, I do. I, to. I watch mm-hmm. what they're doing. And then, uh, the other thing too, is we're talking about the metaverse. My dad sent me an invite and was like, does this look like something we should go to? And it was like, crypto bros conference 2022 <laughs> and then at the end it was like meta masquerade and i was just like my dad has no clue what a meta masquerade yeah. metaverse masquerade is and i was just like dad a this sounds like it's for nerds b it's either stuff i already know or it's stuff that's going to be so far over my head that attending this thing isn't going to matter to me and also dad you're going to have to get an Oculus Rift to go to the meta masquerade party at the end of it all. I was just like imagining my stick to your snow shovel, dad. <laughs> yeah. Stick to your snow shovel. The things, you know, <laughs> I was like, my dad doesn't even know what he's sending right now with the metaverse masquerade ball at the mm-hmm. end of it all, dude. And so what is that? Just like an eyes wide shut type of thing in the metaverse. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're going to end up at a virtual Caligula with a, a virtual ball gag in your you. mouth. <laughs> with a shrimp cocktail platter, a virtual <laughs> shrimp cocktail platter. I'm watching from more the, the animated people attempting yeah. to engage. Did you see that thing? The the spoof online and with the uh they were like oh um uh mark zuckerberg invited me to this meta like to test out this meta thing and it was this floppy mark zuckerberg <laughs> animation with hiding a knife behind his back and he was like oh i'm in the metaverse <laughs> and then at the end he stabs the guy and he's like that was pretty cool oh my god if you yeah. die in the metaverse do you die in real life danny i think you live more yeah, I think that if you're, somebody you're murders you in more the metaverse, alive than you, ever. Still, you still live in, in real life? 
Yeah, yeah, you live even more because I think you're not allowed back in the metaverse. Oh, you're done. That would be cool. you know you're really living. They, yeah. That's that actually what they say. Cool. To, to live in this world is... <laughs> you must die, to die in you the metaverse. You die in the metaverse. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you see your own mortality. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. All right. Well, good luck with everything, Danny. Yeah, I got a lot going on. How about yeah. you, Tyson? Uh, what, this week? Yeah. Uh, no snow shoveling whatsoever here Not in Arizona, sunny safe. Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it might rain. No deep soul pleasure for you, Tyson. No deep soul pleasure for me yet. Um, and Unless then, you go to someplace snowy in the metaverse. Yes, exactly. We're, uh, we got pickle pod, uh, which is coming up on Thursday and we've been crushing it just like, uh, Lots of pickle. Everybody turns to us for pickleball content. I chose this. So pickleball is about to be in sports books soon. Well, I don't know what that means on on pickleball on professional pickleball. Oh my God. I chose a sleeper pick for last week's tournament that ended up winning, which in theory would have won all of our listeners a ton of money. And now I have a interview with a betting media company to talk about betting in pickleball after my dope sleeper pick from last week. Uh, and then uh, I just finished watching all of Micronesia survivor <laughs> Micronesia on 1.5 speed on Netflix. Cause we're going to talk to Eric, Sari, Natalie and Parv about that season wow. specifically for the survivor off season. And those interviews start tomorrow okay uh that's gonna be very exciting yeah it should be fun i'm really excited to talk to eric Mm -hmm. uh you know because uh 15 years of just deep 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 regret for that guy yeah (laughs) yeah uh yeah uh, not deep soul pleasure for eric reichenbach (laughs) no (laughs) whatever the opposite of that is yeah the exact opposite of that yeah Okay. Uh, and then uh, we've been having uh, a lot of fun with uh, the Amazing Races back. Of course, uh, did some Survivor 41 interviews that you could uh, check out, plus mm-hmm. Joe Millionaire, much more. I'm going to be. Uh, How are you liking Joe Millionaire? You've been watching I'm it? I'm hating it. Okay. Not yeah. worth watching? Um, you should listen to the podcast, but no, you, don't, you don't need to watch it. Okay. Uh, so I'll listen to the podcast, but do not watch the show. Do not. Unless, no, whoa. unless you are like trying to have like some kind of penance for something you did in the metaverse, uh, then yeah. you can uh, skip the <laughs> watching the show. I've been watching uh, Yellow Jackets. I just finished that yes. finale. Yes. Yellow uh, Jackets. That's what Rob used to take. Yes. Yeah. Is, is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a whole show about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. And uh, I have to say. I love in an age where part of the goal of the new show is to create an intro so alluring that you refuse to push the skip button on it while watching the show. This Yellow Jacket show goes the complete opposite and creates this seizure inducing intro that if you do not push skip fast enough, you will oh, end up like blowing a gasket somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's my only, my main gripe about the show is that, but I, uh, again, I, I talked to Stephen Fishback and he loves the intro because the movie is half set in the, or not the movie, the show is half set in the nineties and he's saying it's the quintessential nineties style intro. So, okay. Interesting. To each their own. 
All right. He likes shoveling snow. I do not. <laughs> he loves the intro to Yellow Jackets. Me, not a fan, but still friends. Mm-hmm. Shows you that anything's possible. Anything really, is friendship. anything's possible. All right. Well, thank you all so much for watching uh, News AF this week. We'll be back next week. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. We did it, guys. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.